Yo, 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 what it is, what it do. Welcome back to another fire-ass episode of the Homies Podcast. You already know who the hell I am. I'm your host, Ellis. And if you haven't already, please, please go bang that motherfucking subscribe button one time for your boy. It would be much, much appreciated. This week, man, we got a return guest. We actually got the first guest that was actually on the Homies Podcast. Coming back for another show to talk to us about this hoops and some other shit. My homie, your homie, comedian. Aaron Edwards, what up with it, Pimp? What up, man? How y'all doing in this crazy world, y'all? <laughs> uh, trying to survive, man. Just try not to be bored as fuck and try to survive. Shock you got me out the house looking like this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my nigga, hey, everybody on that rough, you know, came out. I had to go find a homie to get my shit like this the other day. Now, how's everything else been going with you, though, man? It's been good, man. Just trying to pass the time. Like, it's 24 hours in a day. You realize, like, it's a lot of fucking hours in a day. It's all, it's all so much sleeping and masturbating. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna hit the numbers regardless. But <laughs> so how's like how's everything been going? Uh, you been getting more time to get like more writing in and shit like that, or I try to like I'll sit down and try to make myself right, but like I get my ideas from being out and shit. So, <laughs> so when a nigga can't leave the house, like I can only make so many jokes about the trip I got to take the Safeway for cheese and shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm always just going for eggs and milk and shit. So like I can't just keep writing the same joke over and over. So if something hit me, I'll write it. But it's hard when I'm not really doing shit. <laughs> I feel you. Like I said, it ain't nothing really on. Can't watch shit really too much. So yeah, bro, I, I feel that. And what do you have? Do you have like anything once this uh this bullshit virus shit done you got anything lined up for anything you're gonna be doing that uh, people should be looking out for i had like another big thing coming up at the comedy store before all this happened i'm not sure if that shit is still like happening because like big time comics like they they're gonna have to get their spots first mm-hmm. once everything opened up because they haven't been working either so like once the bigger comics get up and then like the other tier comics so just try to get the scraps i guess like you gotta get the people back in the building so like once the big time people get people in the door then maybe things will start getting ramping up getting back to normal i hope so at least it will bro like i said you're as funny as fuck so yeah you need to have that we may make sure that goes down for yeah. sure so the first thing I wanted to talk to you about, man, because I know your ass has been watching it because you're a diehard fucking Hoops fan, just like the way I am. And we briefly talked about this on the last episode with Kyle James with the credit. If y'all haven't checked that, please go check that out right now. Um, so we're talking about this documentary, man, The Last Dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first off, I got to ask you, man, like, so what, what do you think about it so far? I like it. It's taking me back to, like, a weird time because I'm from Gary, Indiana, so mm-hmm. it was, like, right next to Chicago. So, like, right when all this shit was happening was... Like, when I was starting to form memories, so I remember some of this shit happening live. And it's just, like, reminding me of, like, a bunch of shit. Like, my family are these huge Bulls fans. We got every championship Bulls t-shirt, like, after they won. So I had, like, a bull with the six rings on it. I had the bull with, like, the five rings on it. Like, we had all those. We went to... um Magic Mountain as a family, and we wore all our Bulls five ring shirts. Like, we went as like Midwest ass people. <laughs> like, I remember like that. Like, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. And like, yeah, we all wore our Bulls shirts. Like, I remember during the uh, 93 John Paxson game, like, we had everybody at our house, and like, niggas was going crazy when Paxson hit that shot. And I remember that because my uncle gave me my first sip of beer during that game. <laughs> Like, right when I saw that game, I remember drinking beer for the first time, and just niggas being hella loud at our house. Like, this shit was, like, 
uh, fucking religious like experience when that was going on, especially in the Midwest and for Bulls fans at least. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that's why sports, I feel like, is so important, bro, because it takes you, it's almost like music and it's like nostalgic. Like, that's yeah. why I'll be sitting back, like, watching even Kobe highlights and shit. And I'm yeah. like, bro, shit takes me back to the time. I remember, yeah, I was first starting to get pissy. I started yeah. watching this. It's like, man, this is crazy. So like, that shit is, that shit is dope, bro. Like, um, so I also got to ask you, too. So, do you think Jordan is the best player in the modern era? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, by a large margin. Like, it's, it just looks so easy for him. I rem- like I said, like, I just remember this shit, like, happening. So, I would be watching NBA on NBC and then just go to uh, John F. Long Middle School and try to do everything I just saw Jordan do <laughs> on TV, like, right next to the school. Like, that's, like, how much we watched. We just watched everything he did and then... Like, I know the ball was way too heavy for me, but I was still trying to shoot fadeaways from <laughs> from that elbow. <laughs> oh, bro, that shit, is, that shit is so dope. And it's so funny that people still, to this day, had this debate. And again, people, it's not no hater shit. It ain't that we fucking hate LeBron or people. like It's just, bro, Jordan's tenure from, like, 88 yeah. to 98 that fucking run was stupid. They like, even named it. Like, he won MVP, defensive player of the year, first team uh, All-NBA, first team All-Defense. Like, MVP and defensive player of the year in the same season? Like, that shit don't happen. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't happened since 88. <laughs> Ain't no all the great players that came in the league since 88 to now. This shit doesn't happen. Like I said, man, he was just on another planet, bro. And motherfuckers keep, oh, LeBron and... <laughs> Yeah, man, Bron's nice. Kobe and all these people are nice, but, man, The thing is, like, I used to be, like, really big anti-LeBron, but, like, he swayed me, like, the dude can hoop. He's <laughs> super hoop. He and first he's just, like, a humongous dude that can dribble, and he will put you in the basket. But I also saw Jordan play, and I was there. I saw it. <laughs> and Jordan's just... He just be- he just better. He's just better all around from a <laughs> offensive standpoint, from a defensive stand. That's the all around game, and then even with passing, niggas like, oh, LeBron's it was like, bro, Jordan used to drop dimes on niggas, yeah. but that's not what he did. No. You know, I, I get paid fucking stupid amounts of money to put the ball in the basket, <laughs> yeah, not to get assists. My name ain't John Stockton, nigga. Like, no, that's not what I do. So, and even when they bought the triangle to him, like he was. Really against that shit, like he said, because he was like, the ball should be in my hand. Like, <laughs> all, like I'm short. <laughs> all the fucking time. He was like, what the fuck, y'all want these other niggas to do? <laughs> but then, like, he started like to understand like a little bit more that it couldn't be the Jordan show all the time. Mm-hmm. Even though, if he wanted to, I think he could have won at least one or two with the Jordan show. It just made it easier to give up some of that power a little bit. This is true. This is true because that nigga was that good. Yeah. I think you could have, yeah, took some, took some kind of slap dick niggas and yes, you could have definitely yeah. won. I, I definitely believe that shit too. And also, I try to also tell people outside of all the accolades and shit that the nigga won, this nigga was so durable. Jordan played multiple, his last season in the Wizards, when this nigga yeah. was like 112, this <laughs> motherfucker played all 82 games, people. If people still don't understand, like, he was pretty good. He was a little bit heavier. Yeah, a little but, bit. <laughs> but he was still putting up numbers. I think he was putting up like 21 a game, 22 a game still. Like, that's that's not too bad. And he wasn't taking care of himself like most normal people do now. Yeah, and he was drinking, smoking <laughs> yeah. cigars. He know? was living Jordan life. And he yeah. was... He was Having fun. <laughs> still out there giving niggas buckets, yeah. hitting game winners and shit. Like, I would love to see LeBron still doing that at 40. Like, yeah. I, I would love to see that. But, 
So also too, man. So I wanted to get into this uh, this other shit that I wanted to ask you about, and I want to see your opinion on it because you, of course, you followed the Kaepernick shit, and you saw oh, yeah. how that all unraveled, and you see how the NFL basically blackballed, not basically, they did blackball yeah. the nigga. It's <laughs> like, nah, we're not fucking with you because of your social views and shit, which again to me is fucking crazy and I don't understand how all the owners in the NFL ain't like under some charges or yeah. getting, getting super sued or whatever the fuck and also too we can see how motherfuckers protest different how people act yeah motherfuckers going up to capitol buildings right now oh, yeah. automatic weapons and that, that's cool different but nigga kneels during the national anthem <laughs> oh nigga what are you doing it's like okay we see how that works but there was somebody I wanted to talk to you about, and I know that you remember because you were super, you, like you said, you were a fucking Bulls fan through and through. So I know you remember uh, Craig Hodges, right? Yeah. Okay. And He can win a three-point shootout. You feel me? Like, <laughs> super nice. So for everybody out there that's listening to the doc, you know, listening to, you know, the podcast right now that haven't or don't know Craig Hodges, because, again, it's like, it also shows you, too, like, the powers that be. Yeah. How niggas can like literally just erase you. Oh yeah. Out of like it's like <laughs> and like this documentary, like I was watching, and I was like, Yeah, I, I remember Craig. I was like, I ain't seen this motherfucker though, the whole nah. documentary. And he played like a pretty big part in the first two championships. Oh yeah. He played a lot too. And um yeah, they made it seem like he never happened. Like I saw him flash for a little bit on the uh, on the documentary, and yeah. I was like, "Damn, they not even gonna mention this nigga like once." <laughs> At all. It's like y'all, y'all named John Paxson, sneaker, all these yeah. other niggas, but the nigga that was really y'all three point assassin. <laughs> nah, we're not gonna talk about him. And this is a quick rundown if, for the people out there that don't know who Craig Hodges is. Shout out to Craig Hodges wherever you at, man. We fucking love you over here at the Homies Podcast. And that was some bullshit of how they did y'all, but. You were a three-time NBA three-point contest winner. For three years, you were you led the league in three-point percentage, and you won two rings too with the Lakers too as an assistant coach. Shout out to you know <laughs> Phil Jackson picking you up, Laker gang, your bang. You know what I mean? And it was, and also I just wanted to bring this awareness too because I feel like because Kaepernick is so. Of course, he was a Super Bowl quarterback. He didn't win the Super Bowl, but he went to. You know, you play in that position where you guys get a lot of spotlight. So I feel like it was – he. this happened to a lot of other athletes, and it's continuing to happen to other – but they don't have the platform like Kaepernick has. And, like, the story even with uh, Craig Hodges to me is fucking – is fucked up and kind of like it was also funny because of how black this nigga was like he didn't give a fuck <laughs> firstly he went to Jordan and was like hey nigga you need to leave Nike like they on some bullshit like do some shit employing people in Chicago you yeah. know I'd be able to do it and you know Jordan like nigga I'm Jordan. on my paper nigga. yeah Jordan's about Jordan yeah I'm, <laughs> fuck all that nigga fuck the youth nigga <laughs> I don't care so after that shit these niggas you know they won in 92 so they went yeah. to the uh, White House to see George Bush Senior <laughs> And in the blackest form ever, which again, wow, I love this nigga. This nigga wore a whole ass white dashiki. <laughs> Everybody else got on suits. This nigga full dashiki out because like no fucks given. And then he gives George a letter, just basically telling him like, "Hey man, you need to do more for you know the black and brown communities in yeah. America and shit." He wasn't asking a bunch. Yeah, you know what I mean. This, <laughs> this is basic shit. You know what I mean. And. Right after that shit happened, nigga gets back and they release this nigga from the team. And mind you, he was only like 31, 32 yeah. at the time. So he wasn't like, oh shit, you old, we just want to move on. But you on. just prime time for yeah, a CBA player. And you a shooter. Yeah. So it's like, 
She yeah, just I'll lasts be... longer than everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> Ray Allen can come at her right now and get a job somewhere. Yeah. So it's just like that. So how do you think that's weird? Do you think that still happens like a lot more than we hear about? And also, too, like, like, is there anything else out of the documentary as well that you like want them to put more light on that you like just haven't yet? Or you think they might get to later? I think uh, most of the stuff they're gonna get to later, like, um, but uh, as far as the Craig Hodges thing, I think that like these days it'll just be put out anyway, like mm-hmm. social media wise. If social media was around when Craig Hodges did that, like it would have blown up, like it would have been everywhere for a long time, like True. it would have been like impossible to throw it away. That's why when Cap happened. He had enough people on his side and social media to where it's like it was just going to get to everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a lot of people in different corners, like I'm sure people are going to hear this and be like, who the fuck is Craig Hodges? Mm-hmm. And there are people who probably have never seen a whole NFL game who definitely know who Colin Kaepernick is. Exactly. And that's like just like the social media age kind of makes it easier for all this shit to come across. Like when Donald Sterling was saying that racist shit, like apparently he had been like that for years. Just wasn't no social media to put him on on blast like that. So, what social media like kind of helped uh, out a lot of this stuff and make sure it never went away. So, like that pretty much made Kaepernick just last forever. And Craig Hodges, if he came at a different time, I think that he would have probably lasted just as long too. This is true. <laughs> Because Colin never even got to go to the White House. If he did, I'm sure he would have done some wild shit, too. Right. <laughs> and he did all this just by kneeling on the sideline without even make, getting a face-to-face with the president. So. <laughs> Which is crazy, bro. And even with that shit with Donald Sterling, I felt like both ways with the shit. I felt like, yeah, man, I'd never give a fuck about a rich white dude losing his job. Like, yeah. fuck <laughs> you, like, I don't care. But at the same time, too, it's like how they did it. It's like, oh, I mean, you're in your house. Like, if you want to yeah. say racist shit in your house, yeah. it's your house. But I think, like... It was just that he was doing shit like this for so long, and they were just looking for a reason. Like, they were like, the NBA, the owners, none of them really liked him, so they were like, just any way to get him out of here finally. And they were like, this is it, we got one. (laughs) And, like, if he ran a stop sign, they were going to try to get that. They were just (laughs) trying to get Donald Sterling the fuck out of here, and he gave them a reason, and they took it. (laughs) And I'd just be, and also mad about that shit because I was like, I, I kind of wish he would have stayed just so he could just continue to be shitty. Yeah. And we could, y'all just the B squad forever, <laughs> keep being shitty. Now y'all got this new fucking owner, this nigga all ramped up, and he want to do all types of shit and get a good squad. And I'm like, man, fuck the Clippers. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, that shit is, I feel like that shit is mad unfortunate. And it, and it happens all the time. And, and again, that dude was a, t- Craig was a two-time NBA champion. Oh, yeah. And and if anybody also, too, if y'all want to go take the time right now after the podcast, go check out this man's three-point contest. <laughs> like, if y'all want to know how good of a shooter, he's still to this day after Ray Allen, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, yeah. all these, <laughs> he still holds the record for three-point contests uh, making the most in a round, he made twenty one out of twenty five, <laughs> and then he made he also holds the record for most consecutive shots made with nineteen. Damn, her, like that's hot. What? What? Like, bro, motherfucker can shoot the draws off, and he couldn't even. And my thing is, which again, people act like the collusion thing. Even when I recount or like with Kaepernick, people act like that's like so far fetched. It's like, yeah. dude, these dudes are billionaires. It's yeah. only. 
And now it's like 30, what, 28? Well, he's probably got a text chain. They were just like, it's just taking my text, honestly, man. We ain't fucking with him. We ain't fucking with him. We ain't fucking with this nigga. And that's just what, and to me, it's like, and as a fan, that shit makes me mad because it's just like, bro, like, y'all, how many of y'all GMs and owners are shorting the fans? Oh, yeah. A great performer. And I almost look like Chicago. Granted, the motherfuckers went on to still win four or more, so obviously they really didn't need you, Craig, but it's like, Damn, man, if you a Chicago fan, he's like, damn, nigga, we just lost our three-point specialist for for, for what? Because this nigga's telling the truth. Yeah. He wants <laughs> he wants the same shit that everybody, white, black, brown, want. Like, that's fucking weird. The Bulls were just plugging at that point, though. Like, they could have just thrown in any kind of shooter, and you got Jordan. So they kind of weren't even... They probably didn't even think that far ahead. Once you got Jordan and Pippen, you kind of just put the pieces together yeah, after yeah. that. Everybody <laughs> else is kind of like, ah, uh, <laughs> And I and I really hope that they go over and talk about like, <laughs> cause it's so funny because when I live back in North Carolina, my my homie Josh, she used to be like a huge fan of like Tony Kukoc. Why? Don't know. He just <laughs> used to like fucking Tony Kukoc. And I remember like that uh, when they talk about when Jordan and Pippen played that nigga. Like, oh yeah, that's tonight. This, this yeah, that's, about tonight. yeah, that's the one they do tonight. Two tonight. Yeah, when they put the absolute clamps on that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking harass that nigga for a whole game. <laughs> they put that nigga in prison. Like, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> oh, so this gonna be the new nigga that's supposed to be? Okay. 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 <laughs> like I said, man, and that nigga Pippen, like, we were talking about him on the last show, too. Like, you just feel like this nigga is just, like, the most underrated nigga, like, two. Like, is he the most underrated two ever? Is yeah, Ky- Kyrie is yeah, I think, <laughs> No, I think Kyrie even get more credit than him now. I think mm-hmm. like if people see enough highlights of him, because not many people are like looking up Pippen highlights, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like if you go home and watch like him just putting clamps on dudes and running the floor, like Pippen was a star and he would have been really good in today's NBA, especially because he could guard anybody and switch on everything. Yeah, and he made a lot of big threes for the Bulls back in the day too, and he would probably shot more these days mm-hmm. and. He would just been all around better. Like Pippen, I hope they show enough of him during the doc to like show people that he deserved more respect. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So far, I just kind of feel like y'all niggas ain't really showing like because even John Sally on uh, Vlad TV, he was talking about like being around all of them. You know, John Sally. You know, he's been around for oh, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just talking. He's like, yeah. He's like, I think Pippen is more. Uh, which I, I personally don't agree with, but again, he's around these niggas more. He's like, I think Pip is more skilled. He's like, then he's like, then Kobe and then uh, and Jordan. I was like, wow. And I was just like, that's a that's yeah, a huge that's statement. A yeah, that's, that's a stretch, John. Like, <laughs> hey, you that's, around? You you're a more basketball expert than I am. But I'm like, when I'm watching, when I watch, like, yeah, I watch Pippen too, and this is like, uh, I'm like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> but like like even in the finals like when they played the Lakers which I fucking hate because of course you know I'm a Lakers fan like yeah. he clamped Magic the yeah. fuck up. like he yeah he got Magic the fuck out of there and Magic still had decent numbers but yeah Pippen was putting that nigga through hell <laughs> yeah it's like bro I it, up until that time I never first of all like like you said I've never seen nobody pick up Magic full court yeah <laughs> and then like was like magic, like if you pick you up magic, I'll stay up. Just yeah. get around you. Pippen uh, was not worried about magic going by him at all. <laughs> no, no. Pippen had no fear. <laughs> not at all. And basically I almost look at him like you're almost like Draymond, but like better feet and yeah. better offensively. Just all around better. Like yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even know who to compare him to. Like he's like uh if Paul George was a superstar. Like, yeah. like if Paul George, like, had the, just the 
capacity to want to like nobody picks up anybody 94 anymore and i think like at some point like you just think a nigga's weak and you're like i'm gonna just lock him up like the only nigga I, that probably does do that is like Patrick Beverly where he's like playing the Lakers yeah. like trying to annoy the shit out yeah. of him. But I don't think anybody has the confidence to do that shit no more. And back then, like, if somebody was just whack, you just pressed them. Yeah. <laughs> I remember our coach was like, let's get these niggas off the court. Let's just press them. Yeah. The whole game, and we just gonna beat these niggas by 20. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas <laughs> can't get it past half court and shit. And I don't think like NBA teams do that. But the Bulls sometimes, they were like, Jordan Pippen, let's get this one over quick. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's put the clamps on these dudes. <laughs> and, I was, and, like, going back, like I said, is there anything in particular that you really want to see? Like, like me personally, I want to see more practice footage. Yeah. I want to see these niggas in practice. Like, what was going on? Like, Jordan talking shit. Like, I want to see him in that form. Like, Yeah, I want to see Yeah, I want to see Jordan finally losing it on his teammates because it's got to come. Like, it's, like, a well-known thing that Jordan just was a nuts person. Mm-hmm. And I also want to see, like, the end. Like, I want to see how they talk about winning a championship and breaking a team up. Like, that shit just doesn't happen. Like, you're in a dynasty, shit. and then just... Like, I want to know, like, the step-by-step on... Like, yeah, you said Phil Jackson wasn't coming back this whole season, but after they won the ring, after they got the trophy, like, what is the conversation after that? you like, all right, bye. <laughs> like, bye Michael Jordan, bye Scottie Pippen. Like, this six-year run that we had at championships is over. Like... I want to see how they handle, like, talking about just ruining the dynasty because I really still don't get the logistics of just wanting to stop when you could probably get at least one or two more. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that also just shows me, too, and people be talking about, like, even, like, LeBron now. I'm like, bro, like, that's why I kind of shit on LeBron the way I do is because it's like, bro, you... First of all, you've been to more finals and you haven't even... You still, Jordan still has fucking doubled up nine rings. Yeah. <laughs> and also, too, it's just like... Bro, you got to hand pick your team. Like, yeah, Jordan was like, Jordan, even Jordan himself didn't have as much control as you have right now. Kobe. Nah, Oakley was his boy, and they were like, Oakley gotta go. And Jordan, like, you were like, all right, I guess Oakley gotta go. Like, <laughs> ain't nothing I can do. Yeah. Like, they will never do that shit. Like, LeBron's like, nigga, I need J.R. Smith. I yeah. need whoever the fuck, whoever on Clutch Sports, I need them here. They there, bro. Yeah, you can't trade uh, uh, LeBron's friends. Like, he got people on the team that's with clutch that shouldn't even be playing. I mean, like, it's just how that shit works now. And that shit, and that shit annoys the shit out of me. So I'd be looking like, how many niggas that are just way nicer that could be in your position? I'd be seeing niggas like Jared Dudley. Hey, man, Jared Dudley, I, I fuck with you, man, but dude, I, I don't fucking know how the fuck you still in the NBA and how niggas pay you to do that. I, I think it's because he's a vet and he can still shoot the three, like we said, like, you can shoot the three, like, you, you belong out there. Yeah, yeah. and job. he's, like, a good glue guy. Like, people, like, enjoy him. And during a long season, like, you just need that nigga that's there. Like, that's how Richard Jefferson stayed for so long. He was a good glue guy. Like, his podcast is funny as hell, too. And, like, Richard Jefferson can play, though. Yeah, but his his legs was gone toward the end of that. And he wasn't even, like, a particularly good shooter. But, like, like Richard dudes, Jefferson but, now, yeah. I still think can... Out dunk and out move Jared Dudley right now. Oh yeah, you give Jared Dudley buckets. I buckets, yeah. And I think he'd be retired. He'd be retired. he be retired for a couple of years now. Yeah, I'm like, sure a couple now. It's like that shit is ridiculous to me, bro. Like it is more like Jared Dudley was like good, good. Like I forget that he was like ACC player of the year once at Virginia Tech. Like he was just like hooper yeah. and when he was on uh when he was on the suns i just didn't know that much about him until like i just had to look it up i was like 
how's this dude just out here busting people's asses and then you find out in college he was busting people's asses he was becoming that that nigga crazy online that oh, nigga yeah. be losing his shit they're like yeah. Yeah, pull. he's like any of your niggas wanna pull up yeah. fuck me I'll put you in a fucking basket oh my god why are you even that nigga you're an NBA player yeah. I don't even talk to these niggas online but people dude. do be talking well like that just like a nigga's if a nigga's like 200 best player in the NBA like uh, D3 they gonna walk in the LA Fitness right now and give you buckets like it's a different level of game like mm-hmm. yeah you a hooper but you're not like a hooper hooper like I any level of school or college that these niggas played in they're probably better than you <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> like I said and, and I personally played against a couple of niggas that I'm just like uh, like when I when I lived in Tucson and uh, I remember catching runs with like uh, like Luke like a Walton and shit oh like yeah that. I was just like <laughs> You're you're in the NBA. Okay, you're tall. I get that. I get that part. But uh, skill wise, not seeing it. I don't. I don't feel I think it. Some of those dudes turn it on. Like, if they get in a room with like different NBA players at LA Fitness, I think they'll turn it on like that. But like, I we're think just a regular, yeah, we're yeah. just some regular ass niggas. Yeah, like, I think like they just take. They just kind of give out what they get in. Like, so they just going to get like a jog in, like probably to get warmed up and shit. Like. I think that's just, like, how some of those dudes do that shit. Like, they'll be like, all right, I'll play with some regular niggas, like, for a little jog. But then once they, like, with NBA players, they try to, like, not get embarrassed. Because right. <laughs> I definitely want to even go to those runs they be having in New York, those blackout runs. Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm like, yeah, kind of like, yeah, I want to go to those. I want to see niggas get it in like that. Like, I like those UCLA runs those niggas be having during the offseason. I like those a lot, too. Like, the yeah. Hines, yeah. Yeah, like, I know they be going at each other at that one because uh, Russ and all them BFOs, Braun BFOs, like, yeah, I like those too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They definitely be getting in there because I've seen niggas super get their ass busted. I like that. The energy that Rico keep in there. You know, yeah. Like, man, y'all, y'all in here fucking work. Don't get on no fucking superstar premium oh, nah. shit. Like, I like that shit. That's how I like Dame. Like, Dame's not, like, with that clicky shit. Like, Dame is just here to hoop, and he plays just like that too. Like, Dame mm-hmm. is out there to bust your ass. One of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, Dame's probably, like, like one of like maybe even my top favorite player in the league right now. Like Dave is just out there to get buckets, and he's not with the hoop ball. Like the nigga's just out there hooping. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I love. I remember a nigga hit him up online. They're like, "Yeah, bro, I don't see you working out. You need to start." He's like, "Nigga, I ain't got to record every. Trust me, nigga, I'm working. I'm yeah. trying to record everything like everybody else." And then he came out was busting. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro. Like, and I just like I said, I just like that nigga's game, bro. Like. Quiet. I ain't gonna talk a bunch of shit. It's like nah. how niggas that like on a fight. Like yes, nigga. I don't. The niggas that oh, nah, nigga. I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna sock you the fuck out. Yeah. I ain't gonna say too much. I'm gonna get my job done and I'm gonna go out and do my thing. Like dunk on you, polished. Yeah. And, yeah, that boy good. That's how when like and I like Russ too. But when Russ be doing all that talking on the court to Dame and Dame just be like, all right. <laughs> like I don't like, and that's the part of Russ I don't like. Yeah. Like to me, it's just like I don't mind the the the, the chipping, especially if you're nice. Like yeah. Kobe used to, like we hear Amon Shepard with the. Hey man, you had a good game. Yeah. In the third quarter, like I like little shit like that because yeah. you know what time it is. Yeah. I'm about to turn this bitch up, and you about to see it was like. Russ, bro, I've seen Ricky Rubio take you out your game and bust your ass, bro. You should probably, uh, you need to chill with that. And, and also, too, just from a skill level. That's why I never really fuck with, uh, like, Russ's. I don't fuck with a lot of people's games that are, like, your game is, like, basically based off of just being super athletic. Yeah. 
like Russ to me is like, bro, if you were to ever have a major injury, like it would be a wrap for you. You kind of saw like the cracks kind of break in, but he he started playing. I think like the pandemic like really fucked him up because he found a really good groove, mm-hmm. and he was like hooping like the last like mo- like the like the end of February, like mm-hmm. beginning of March. He was putting up numbers, but. It took him a while. Like, he was shooting, like, 19% from three and shit. Like, he was just struggling. And I think, like, it just took a while. And also, I think just playing with James Harden is hard. So, mm-hmm. I think he had to get used to, like, just a you new system. Yeah. Is, yeah. That ha- I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. That has to be weird. You're a, you're the one-two combination. Yeah. Then the nigga that's the one leaves. <laughs> now you're the guy. And now a nigga that used to come off the bench, you gotta kinda take a back seat yeah. That shit is like, wild. Yeah, that's weird as fuck. Like, I know that has to make him feel a little weird. Yeah, I, I just remember that finals with them and James Harden disappearing. <laughs> like, he was supposed to be like their secret weapon off the bench and like, the heat just gave him fits. And Russ was really like, just fighting. Like, he was fighting for Oklahoma City during those finals. Like, he put up like 44 in one game. Like. He was trying, but so man, that nigga, yeah, that nigga rest, man. I just, I don't fuck with his game like that. I, I, I fuck with his game, but it's like I fuck with his go. Like, yeah, you always on go, nigga. But I don't fuck with how you, you're not polished. Like I said, you're not a great shooter. I think you know? like if he had like that just angry energy, but he was also just like it just looked better to watch. I guess like mm. I like just niggas being athletic and trying to dunk you into the basket, mm. but. Yeah, like, I think just for his career to keep going, he's going to have to figure out just, like, the, the how to polish the shit. Like, mm-hmm. how Jordan stopped dunking on niggas for the most part later on, and he just shit. found a spot. And I don't know what Russ's move is. Like, some dudes have moves, even like Paul Pierce. He got to the uh, elbow and pulled that, that fadeaway. Like, dudes have a move, and... I just wouldn't, if you asked me to name Russes, I couldn't name it. <laughs> right. And it's like, I, I liked him shooting mid-range. Like, I feel like he, he started for a while. He was getting better at yeah. You know, like, elbow, elbow extended, like, knocking that shit down. But it's like you said, he don't have, like, what's your, if you're trying to get a bucket, last yeah. game, like, what move you going to? And it's just like, yeah, yeah he don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we got to pay you some quick bills real quick, man. Y'all don't go nowhere. Y'all don't leave us. We're going to be back with more shit with the homie Aaron. We'll be right back with the homie's podcast. Don't go nowhere. Yo, what's good, man? We are back like we never left this motherfucker here with the homie Aaron. We talking hoops, and we just going to switch gears real quick. And we're going to talk about uh, this show that's came on that's uh, just ended the first season. We're talking about Dave, man. And that's with the rapper Little Dicky on this <laughs> motherfucker. Now, our motherfucking, uh, our video director, the homie Diver over here, he does not fuck with this show, <laughs> man. He thinks this nigga is the corniest nigga ever. <laughs> you like, that nigga does not make me laugh, bro, at all. So, so I gotta ask. I, I, it is kind of far as I gotta hear. But what, why, why did why don't you like the show, bro? Like, what's the main thing about the show that you like? I just don't. I don't fuck with. Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is not funny, bro. Like, he's, he makes the show trash. Like that nigga just really turns me off when I see that nigga on camera. Like his raps is cool. When he rap, he good. I give him that. But his acting. 
trash. If they had somebody else, I would probably love the show. Because all the niggas around the show is funny. But that nigga ruins it for me. <laughs> does it give you any leeway that that's his first time acting and doing all this shit for the No, first that nigga time. shouldn't have his own show. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, no. Oh, God. Well, so, Aaron, what you think, bro? <laughs> I, I, I had zero expectations. Like, I knew, like, his music was good and the dude could, like, he's creative as hell. Like, he really does music shit that, like, that nobody would think to do. Like, and, um, so I had no expectations, like, going in. I kind of knew, like, sort of what it was going to be about, but I didn't know, like, the places that they go with it. And then, like, after, like, the first two, three episodes, I was like, this nigga figured out how to do this shit. Like, he got some really good writers on there, and he's telling his story, and, like, you can kind of tell what his story is, even, like, if you just look into his past and shit, but, like, telling his story this way is actually really funny, like, He's just, like, this dorky-ass nigga around, like, some real niggas sometimes. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, real comfortable. Like, when he sees the Crips at the, uh... At the store, he's like, oh, why don't you guys come? He's like, he just said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come. I'll be, like, supportive-wise. <laughs> and, like, uh... And when he was throwing up the C on accident, when he thought he was throwing up the little dicky sign. <laughs> and then he was all, like, no, nah, like, that's Crip cuts. <laughs> and then he was like, so I've been accidentally throwing up the Crip sign. He was like... That's kind of a uh, leads me to with like another half of the audience I can't have. <laughs> it was like, so can y'all delete this picture? Like, nah, <laughs> and, yeah. you be all right. <laughs> and like he just gets it's like a like a dorky younger curvier enthusiasm. Like it's just like he just getting caught in these dumbass situations, and, and he's like so uncomfortable. And like now, like that I'm in LA a lot more. Like I can get it. Like those situations get uncomfortable. Like you don't know if you belong, and maybe you do, but like it's kind of weird. Like trying to navigate like. Acting like you belong and, like, also being in your place and not being like, no, I'm that nigga sometimes. Yeah. So you kind of got to navigate it without, like, being off-putting. And, like, that show, like, really shows that shit. And then when he needs to spit, like, the nigga, like, goes off. And he, good. like, and, yeah. And when he does, like, decide to go off, like, he really goes off. The finale was good. The song Jail at the beginning was some of the wildest Nigga. shit I've ever seen in my life. Get the like, niggas dig off yeah. the spit on the hall and this nigga's wild. Like, I was like, it was like, he started the first eight minutes off. I was like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? I thought the whole show was going to be yeah. just that video. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on right and now? And then what this shows him, like, in the meeting and, like, trying to pitch the song, like, the, he just figured out how to do the show. And, like, as a matter of respect, like, that's a really good first season. Especially for a bunch of people that didn't think he could pull it off, because I definitely didn't. <laughs> like it's, like you said, I, I really didn't have no expectations on the shit either. I was just like, right, I'll watch it and see what it is. And Yeah, he, got, he, he got the backing of some really good people, too, though. Like Greg Matola, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Greg Matola, he directed Superbad. Like, it's like a couple of people that just, like, if you get the backing of them, they, they can definitely lead you the right way, especially if you know what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I feel like he's, for him... Being the first time producing, and, you know, doing yeah. a lot of shit. I was like, yeah, man, you doing, you doing a good shit. And like you said, the scenarios he's in to me, that shit is like so realistic. Like, <laughs> like the shit with YG where Taco comes out, and he's like, nigga, I don't even know where I should say something or where I shouldn't say something. He's like, yeah, that doesn't sound like creative. That doesn't sound like yeah. a good creative space to be in. It's like, yeah, I don't know what I should do. Like, yeah, I'm sure these producers, like, nigga, I went to school. I'm an engineer. Yeah. They're around these niggas that just smoking, drinking, just wild ass. Yeah. Niggas like, hey bro, I don't know what I should say. Something like, hey, whatever you want, Mister Wine. Yeah. He was it. like, he was like, give him my tape. He was like, I'm not gonna give these gangbangers your tape. <laughs> 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 hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, man, I, I, I definitely think it's a funny show. I, I, like I said, some of the scenes, 
is like even when he argued with his girl, like that shit, like I ain't gonna lie, like I looked at my girl after that shit, and I was like, I don't want to talk to you for like for like ten, fifteen minutes. Like, Cause I was like, that shit felt too real. Oh, the breakup episode, yeah, that shit yeah. was rough. <laughs> yeah, like when they outside, I was like, damn, nigga, this shit feels kind of real yeah. right now. Like, yeah, dude, like why you had me come to this bullshit house wedding? You don't want to come to this shit. I got other shit to do. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, man, I, I, I like how they, like I said, hit it on the head. It is sometimes, like, the the weird white boy gay humor. Yeah. But still. But you got to expect that, too. And But yeah. then, like, they kind of, like, loosened up with, like, just having Gator there and been like, y'all niggas weird. Yeah. <laughs> and Gator's, like, hilarious. Like, that nigga, you can tell he's just a nigga from, like, South Central. Who's like, your favorite character? Oh, it's Gator. Like, Gator's my, the white, the manager's my favorite fucking character. Oh, right? uh, was it Mike? Yeah. Yeah, it's Ben Red, <laughs> yeah. dude. That nigga's like my favorite character. Cause like, this nigga's just yeah. funny shit to Vinny me. Vinny Blanco's been mad funny, too. I didn't know dude was that funny out there, but he's hilarious. <laughs> spray me down. Hold <laughs> <laughs> me up. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that nigga's rich, rich. Like, he done produced, like, so many number one songs. Like, he is paid. <laughs> When that nigga said, you're wondering how a dude that looks like Danny DeVito and Andre the Giant mix, yeah. nigga, I cried. I was like, that is such an accurate description. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, yeah, I was actually thinking that. <laughs> I was like, that nigga looks like straight Andre the Giant yeah. in the face, but nigga, you're short as shit. Like, how does that work? Oh, my Talent, gosh. man. It's all it takes. Okay. And what do you, do you think um, this is going to be one of those shows that, like, they're going to have five, six, seven, eight seasons. Do you think it's going to be a two, three season type of joint? I think now these days, like, people, they put, like, they're putting all their best ideas into these episodes. Mm -hmm. So that's just, like, naturally just going to shorten seasons. And I like that. Like, if you want to tell a story quick and do, like, three, four seasons, then I respect that. Like, the show The Good Place. Like, Mm -hmm. they were like, this is where we should probably end this. Like, we used up a lot of really good episodes, and we could end it on our terms without people thinking it's trash now. And I think he can do that, too. Like, I know, like, you can kind of tell, like, he's going to have to have a fall off, and it's going to be, like, kind of entourage this, like, like, things going well, things going bad, things going well, things going bad. But he can have, like, a lot of weirdness in between, and I think if he wants to do it for, like, four or five seasons, then he could probably pull it off now. Yeah. <laughs> and I know because you've been doing a lot of writing and shit lately. Yeah. You've been wanting to, like, write for shows, so, like... From watching, like, from the writer's standpoint, like, how do you, how do you like that, like, from the writing? Do you think it's uh, well-written? Do you think the characters are well-written? Oh, yeah, it's really well-written, like, and a lot of people, like, have their stories, like, it's not always focused on him, and I like that, like, I like that you too. can, um, they have, like, a whole, pretty much a whole day where it's just his producer and the girl that he's sneaking around with that's, mm-hmm. like, part of the friends group. And you got at the Gata episode, which is probably my favorite episode, mm-hmm. where uh, you just see, like, Gata and his mental health shit, like, it's, like, they focus on everybody pretty decent. And then once they get to Dickie's weird life, then that shit's fun, too. Right. <laughs> and that's that, to me, is, like, it's funny. Before the episode with Taco and his girl, I I said that the episode before. I was like, man, I was like, this show is, like, good to where it's, like, you don't even really need little Dickie because all the other characters yeah. are so good. They, yeah. They're strong enough on their own. You know what yeah. I mean? And since he's our age, like, when they flash back and when they flash back to him, like, in middle school and shit, like, I remember those times, like, the gear that they was wearing, like, with the uh, Tommy Hilfiger and, like, the weird shorts and, like, all that, like, the shit that they were wearing then, I was like, damn, me and this nigga are exactly the same age. So whenever <laughs> they flash back... To his childhood shit, I'm like, yeah, that's 2001 gear. Like, I remember it. <laughs> For sure, yeah. It's mad relatable. Like, yeah, I, I definitely, like I said, I fuck with it. And like I said, probably because 
I just, again, didn't have no shit for him. And then this last episode, how he just ended it, yeah. I, I, to me, that shit was dope, too, bro. And I actually wanted to tell you about that. Like I said, uh, the, oh, the freestyle at the end. The freestyle. How yeah, he, he killed that shit. episode. Yeah. And like, oh, what is your name? <laughs> Boom. And the game came out. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm Like, yeah, man, that shit was, that shit was just, and just to have that, I feel like this is going to be, too, and I could be wrong. I almost feel like this is gonna be like the new entourage for rappers. Yeah, in Atlanta, yeah. like they have like that same version, but weirder. It's just like, like focus Atlanta, Atlanta. So like, mm-hmm. they do like a lot of shit that only people from Atlanta will really know too. And I love that shit. Like that show's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Dicky like, he could pretty much go like a bunch of different ways with it. So I'm still not exactly sure what he wants to show to be honestly, because they did so much different stuff this season. Mm-hmm. But it might just stay like that. <laughs> I hope he stays breaking up, because I don't like his girlfriend. Yeah, I think okay. that's, like, a real thing, because his album, uh, he talks about, uh, he has a song called Molly, and he talks about having the auto-tune with a girlfriend, and the whole video, he's at her wedding uh, with, like, another dude. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to get back together. Or maybe it's, he's not keeping it like his real life, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that, like I said, yeah, I, I like the show. Like I said, outside of outside the little Dicky show, like I said, you've been you've been fucking with the insecure too. Oh yeah, I always fuck with insecure like since day one. Yeah. It's just the show's just hella funny. Issa just is so weird and get caught in such the in so many weird situations. And her and her friend, they all just so petty. Like they just be, <laughs> they just always on each other's shit. Like I hate Molly. Like her, her dark skin home. I, I, do, I do not like her. I feel like everybody hate Molly now. But like Issa be saying some wild shit. Like the last couple episodes too. Like like both of them just be in the wrong a lot now. Like <laughs> Lawrence, hey shout out to Lawrence, my nigga. I don't team know Lawrence. You, yeah, Team Lawrence. Team I, Lawrence. Hey nigga, you yeah, you came up. Bro. You came up. Fuck Issa. That's why that bitch is getting fucked by some fat nigga security guard and you got a bad one nigga shout out to the real niggas out here bro hey we could choose up out here bro straight up 2020 we choosing up shout out my nigga lawrence man i love that shit that shit made me happy i'm so glad it is so glad that they have a lot of like woman writers and shit and they were still able to just still do that and do it from a male's perspective oh yeah make him seem like he was this asshole princess penny's a really good writer though like uh with him being uh involved with that show like He's really good, so I knew he was going to do Lawrence right. Mm-hmm. And Issa's smart as hell, too. She's been right for a long time, so. They all been around, like, just niggas for a long time, so I think that's pretty easy. And everybody <laughs> that I talk to that are from L.A., they always, like, bro, this show is super L.A. Yeah. Like, like they get everything, like, almost, like, right on point. Yeah. With this shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not from L.A. You know, I've been there a few times. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, I, I, if, I'm not from L.A., but I feel that. Like, yeah, I'm there enough to where it's like, and it's weird, like, I didn't used to, like, do this when I watch stuff, but now I'll see shit, and I'll be like, hey, I know that spot, like, mm-hmm. or I know that street, and it's weird, like, you kind of know these areas a little better now mm-hmm. when you watch the shit. That shit is dope, man. Like I, said, <laughs> I, I definitely fuck with both of those shows, and I hope they have a lot of, I hope it's a lot of seasons where it's good, I, I hope it's not, like, they just dragging on and the shit, yeah. just like, alright, man, this shit ain't funny no more, but <laughs> I feel like that, so far, doing a great job, and again, 
just like with the show with Molly, hey, bro, a lot of y'all women out here, y'all y'all just unhappy as fuck. Like, you don't never want to be happy. Like, what the fuck? Hey, this is him saying this, not yes, me. that is me saying Ellis Mass on the podcast. A lot of you bitches, watch that episode. Yes. A lot of you bitches going to be 40, 50 years old by yourself, unhappy, on some Molly shit. Be happy, bitch. Be okay with surface happiness. It's okay. It's okay. God damn. So... One more thing before we get out of here, bro, that I, I had to talk to you about because this shit just uh, came through my iTunes last night. And I was like, let me check this shit out. So this nigga Drake just <laughs> dropped a new album, mixtape, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, he's been weird with that lately. Yeah, it's like, and I feel like he don't low-key want the pressure of it being an album. Cause niggas I, think it's it's a, I think it's a record deal thing. Like, he has to do a certain amount, and so he has to call them whatever he needs to call him to get finished with the contract, I guess. Hey, as you know, it makes sense. And I'm just like, okay, so what you think of the album, man? Um, really, like, a lot of the songs had leaked out already, so I think it was only, like, three songs that I hadn't heard when I heard <laughs> oh, the thing. And, like, it's it was cool. Like, I like when he flexing and not doing singing Drake so much, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I'm not really as into, like, the British shit as he's been doing, like, the last couple of times. But he has, like, three or four songs, like, um, uh, Land It and D4L. is probably, like, my two favorite songs on there. And those shit's bang. And it's because, like, when he decides to float and take off, like, he can still rap. Like, he just yeah. try to switch it up too much to where I feel like he don't even know what he's trying to do sometimes. Yeah. It's like, nigga, what are you going to do with the fucking uh, and the things and the things? Yeah. Like, nigga, that ain't, what the fuck? Like... I don't, I don't know. I just be feeling like Drake is just super commercial. And yeah. it's just like, and also I just feel like, nigga, you're like too rich now. Whereas like now it's like you finally got to the rich that you want to be at. Now that all the Canadians just flowing out you. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, like, and I still like, that's one of the things, like, I think he kind of confused because like the nigga, like he'll flex and like talk about like coming up. But I'm like, you can only talk about coming up so long after you like get this rich. So I don't even know like how much that's going to pass now. Like, like niggas are just gonna be like, hey, um, you rich now. Like we we don't want to hear about that time you drove a Honda Accord. You're not driving one no more. Exactly. <laughs> you way past that. And even like I said, that was always like my thing with Drake is just like when he do flex, it's just like I like I said, I grew up in the big pivot era. So it's yeah. just like don't nobody flex to be better than Jay Z. Yeah. Like, that's just, nigga, he flexes all the way around. Like my bitch is might more money than you, nigga. Like yeah. that's a, that's a huge flex right there, my nigga. So it's just like I just feel like you don't get no better than that. So yeah. when I hear Drake do it, it's like, okay, you're like the you're like the slim fast version yeah. of of Jay Z. I get it. But when he decided to take off and like really take off, the dude like he flexed better than a lot of other people though. This <laughs> he, is true. Like, he just we just get sad boy Drake sometimes, so it's kind of yeah. hard to. And I'll be like, what you sad about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you, you ain't got nothing to be sad about, Drake. Yeah, he just gets sad after every bat chick that he has leaves him and he gets the next one like the next week so he's sad for that long but in that time where he writes the song he's sad about some baddie or whatever who knows <laughs> and so who do you so i know this was like a debate for a long time you know the kendrick and the drake who do you think at this point right now in their career is winning that that battle that riff back and forth well, once Kendrick decides to put something out, like, it's kind of hard funny. to even determine. <laughs> because, right. like, Kendrick is either making a 40-song album somewhere, and because I feel like I ain't heard new Kendrick in so long. <laughs> so it's hard to even... Years. Yeah, so it's hard to even determine whether where Kendrick even is 
compared to other people in the game. Like, he just haven't put out music. Outside and, of the Black Panther soundtrack that yeah. he did, and that was just like... And he was on maybe like two or three of those songs. songs. Yeah. yeah, so, like... Of course, I feel, we still fuck with, you know, yeah. the damn out here, but... So, like, yeah, like, I don't even know how to determine that. Drake put out music, so I guess by default it would be him, but, like... Kendrick gotta put music out. <laughs> and is it a quality over quantity thing? Because like with me, it's like Drake done put out like a couple of joints since then. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll still listen to Dan before all those fucking yeah. ones like, you put I, out. I still don't really skip any songs on Dan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Drake, like, he dropped just so much shit. Like, there's gonna be some hits when you put out like 30 songs in like the last three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick think just ain't got us any <laughs> like i think the last one is a song with taylor swift's the last thing i remember honestly <laughs> and that shit is weird to say about kendrick like yeah. the second he puts out yeah you know like that was some paper yeah you know like the second he put out is. music i think like he'll be back to being that nigga kendrick again <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely because yeah that nigga kendrick I, it's like is i'm excited to see his next album because i always said like it's a, a couple people in the game that's had like rides like Kanye for yeah. example was like bro your first four albums five albums was like was fucking out of here bro oh yeah it's like and I feel like Kendrick is on that same trajectory like nigga your first three albums are all basically fucking classics yeah. bro like where are you going from here I think like the NBA being out like kind of hurts it too because during the NBA season like once the finals and like the playoffs start I always felt like some like a bunch of big time rappers would drop an album like about now. So they could be the playoffs. Song yeah, and like sure. and Kendrick, he's he did uh, damn around that time too. Mm-hmm. And I think like you humble was like the yeah. fucking sit for yeah. the soundtrack for the playoffs. <laughs> and I think like the NBA band out is changing like a lot of people's like drop dates and like how they want to do this shit just because like there ain't no NBA games to play these this music had because <laughs> what last year what, it was ATM yeah. I remember they used like J. Cole shit a lot yeah, yeah so yeah you're 100% right with that like that's funny I've never thought about it like that like, yeah I feel like they do use the NBA is a big catalyst I mean yeah. it's moving new shit yeah. like niggas really be fucking loving this hoop shit bro like yeah, because like the second somebody drops something then you're gonna see LeBron working out to it and then that song is gonna be big and you're gonna see other players working out to it like during the playoffs and then these songs just kind of blow off blow up based off of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that nigga LeBron's been like the fucking, like, this nigga's like Dr. Dre. You just picking songs now. And yeah. Basically, if this nigga plays your song in the back of his car where he's going to practice, yeah. this shit gonna blow. Like, <laughs> like, it must be nice, nigga, having that much fucking, having that much power and shit. And I'm, and bro, if Drake makes another motherfucking song like that Tootsie Slide shit, bro, stop making these songs for these 10, 11-year-old. Who the fuck and he starts the song like, yeah, it's something for the streets, but this is the dead. Nigga, no, it's not. No, it's not. Nowhere do they do that in the streets. Nowhere, bro. In Calabasas in the streets, maybe, but not nowhere where real niggas is at, bro. Stop that shit, Drake. God damn, bro. Um, and um, do you think Drake has any class? Like, do you think he's going to have anything better than the shit that he's dropped before? Do you think, like, we've seen the best of Drake, or do you think it's some better shit to come? Well, I think Take Care is a classic, and that shit just came out, like, when I was, like, what, 22, 23? Mm-hmm. And it was the perfect song for 22, 23, uh, mm-hmm. the perfect album for 22, 23-year-olds. So I think Take Care is an album, and I honestly don't know if he can do better than that, because mm-hmm. that shit's just full of hits. <laughs> I like if you're reading this better. 
Really? Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know. I just, well, of course, you know, all the shit that came out later, but it was just like, yeah, bro, it was just like every song I play, I like it. You rapping on the motherfucker yeah. like a motherfucker. And that's what I like about if you're reading this too, is like, he didn't try to do like um, as much of the slow shit. Like, he's just trying to make bangers. And that's kind of what people want him to do. He just hasn't done it in a long ass time. Which pisses me off sometimes. It's like, <laughs> sometimes artists try to be too artsy. Yeah. And it's like, Drake. You can make an album right now, ten songs, all like have beats like how hype was. Yeah, and niggas would love it. Like you really good. And, and it would be dope, bro. But it's like you trying to, I don't know who you're trying to appease. Even when you rap like that, women even love it. Bro. I think they just get bored. Like, like sure. there are some times where I get bored and I'll kind of think like I'm doing sort of like the same range of jokes. I'm like. I'm gonna go weird, <laughs> and then you just try to figure out something just to like spark something again, like right. just to like get the brain moving. And I think like artists, like especially musicians, they do that shit all the time. Like they'll do like one album or two, and that'll sound like they regular shit. Then that third one is like, all right, I'm trying to get out of this mm-hmm. this little groove that I'm in to try to spark like better ideas, I guess. And that's why I fucking like Kendrick because this is like, bro, like yeah. none of your albums sound like like oh, I heard you no. kid Matt City. To fucking to pimp a butterfly is like, is this a different nigga? Like, yeah. who, the, who the fuck is this? Like, this is not what I was expecting, but it was like, I like that from an art perspective. Yeah. It's like, I want to be surprised. I don't want to, like, that's why I didn't like with Drake's albums. Like, when he did the um, Scorpion, I remember it, like two years before that album dropped, I remember me and one of the homies, Dama, we were talking about this shit. I was like, bro, and we literally like, why don't we, he just make an album, one for the streets, one for the sheets. He yeah. literally said that, like, A and B side. He literally did. talked about that, and then he did it, and I was just like, that's trash. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, nigga, don't. Like, that was some high idea that I came up with one day when we were talking. Like, you actually ran with that idea. It if was anybody just, was going to do it, it was him, though. Of course, because you're the person that's so torn between both. Like, yeah. niggas want to see you rap, but also I understand bitches pay for the shit, and yeah. you got to appease And I've been audience. to the concerts, like, there are hellos there, so. <laughs> well, that's, first time I went to a Chris Brown concert, like, I tell people, I will never take my girl to any other Chris <laughs> Brown, Drake, any pretty nigga, I'm not, fuck you, I'm not going to your concert, nigga. My girl was sitting there the whole time, nigga, like, I wasn't even fucking there, like, this was the take you down era, too. Oh, so nah. nigga was like, oh, is your winning? Yeah, nah, fuck nah, that. never. Never, not a never. <laughs> fuck that. Oh, shit, bro. So, you already know, man. I could sit in here and talk with y'all ass all day about this shit, but I know we got to get the fuck up out of here, bro. But before we do, anything you want to plug, anything you want to tell people where to find you at and all that? You can find me on the couch in my robe. Uh, <laughs> um, probably catching up on something on TV. Um, wash y'all fucking hands. <laughs> and, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. You already know, man. I appreciate you again coming through, bro. It's always fun as fuck when you come through and you got to bring your ass back again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to so, have a haircut next time I come, so hey, I'm not going to always look like this. I'm sorry, people. Camera ready. Like, I don't want to look a little lumberjackish right now, but we're coming back camera ready next time. You already know. Know, man, and I appreciate you again. And thank y'all again for tuning in to another week of the Homies Podcast. Please go hit that motherfucking subscribe button. And I love y'all. Y'all stay safe out this motherfucker. And we'll see y'all again next week. Shout out to Homies Podcast, y'all. Peace.